Hello and welcome. You are listening to the teaching ministry of Coastal Oaks Church in Rockport, Texas. It is our hope that you will be encouraged and that your desire to follow Jesus Christ will be challenged and strengthened as you listen to this podcast. For more information on location, service times, and what to expect on your next visit, go to coastaloakschurch.org. Now, grab your Bible and study along with us as you listen. I invite you to open your Bibles to the book of Numbers. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, chapter 27 today. We're going to start in verse 12. Numbers 27, verse 12. This morning I want to talk about stepping together in the right direction. There's a challenge, there's an invitation, uh, there's a, a mandate from this passage of Scripture as we look at applying this truth to our lives today, as we as a people of God step together in the right direction. Follow along as I read aloud, Moses passing the baton to Joshua. Then the Lord said to Moses, go up this mountain of the Abarim range and see that the land that I have given the Israelites. After you have seen it, you will also be gathered to your people as Aaron, your brother, was. When the community quarreled in the wilderness of Zin, both, both of you rebelled against my command to show my holiness and their sight at the waters. Those were the waters of Meribah of Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin. So Moses appealed to the Lord, may the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, appoint a man over this community who will go out before them and come back in before them and who will bring them out and bring them in so that the Lord's community won't be like sheep without a shepherd. The Lord replied to Moses, take Joshua, son of Nun, a man who has the spirit in him and lay your hands on him. And have him stand before Eleazar, the priest of the whole community, and commission him in their sight. Confer some of your authority on him so that the entire Israelite community will obey him. And he will stand before Eleazar, who will consult the Lord for him with the decision of the Urim. And he and all the Israelites with him, even the entire community, will go out and come back in at his command. And Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He took Joshua and had him stand before Eleazar the priest and the entire community. He laid his hands on him and commissioned him as the Lord had spoken through Moses. This is the moment when God says to Moses as he takes him to the mountain and lets him look at the promised land so that he can see the land that God had given the people. But he didn't allow Moses to go in because of Moses' disobedience earlier as they wandered through the wilderness at the waters of Meribah. Moses knew that he would lead the people right to the threshold of of the experience of the promised land, yet he would not be the one that would get to possess the land. And so Moses there says, God, let me have someone to pass this mantle on to, someone to give that authority to, to to lead the people in. And I love the way the Bible talks about going in and coming out. It's just the, the daily life of leadership of the people. And God says, take Joshua in verse 18, the son of Nun, and his, my spirit is on him, and you lay your hands on him, and he'll be the one to take the people of God into the promised land. I have three simple points this morning. It, it's very simple what I want to say. I'm just going to be as clear as I can, because everybody in this room is going to fit into those three points. You're either going to be someone who needs to listen attentively, attentively to the first point or the second point, and if you don't fit either one of those, but you do, 
I'm going to want you to really listen to the third, okay? Let's look at this passage and make application ourselves. It happened with Moses. It happened with Joshua. It happens with us. Number one, there is a time for the younger generation to step in. There is a time for the younger generation to step in. This is the invitation to you, younger generation. You are the Joshuas. You are the, those who have been with Moses. The Bible says that from his youth, God, God worked with Moses and, and Joshua to bring him to this place. In 1 Timothy, Paul said to Timothy, don't let anyone despise your youth. Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, because God still wants to use you. My, my invitation today to the younger generation is don't let anybody tell you that you're too young to serve the Lord. But my invitation today is just like God used here with Joshua, step in to the opportunity that God has given. The Bible shares all throughout the book of, of Exodus the wilderness wanderings and how Joshua was there and, and how God used Joshua to defeat the, Amalek, to defeat the Amalekites. He, he was the one who was willing to step into that place of leadership even in the early days, even before they came to the promised land. I'm inviting the younger generation to do exactly what Joshua did, to step into the opportunity God has for you, to, to step into the community of this church, to step into the, the life of Coastal Oaks Church, not just to, to come and to sit and to listen, not just to, to soak it in and, and say, you know, I'm glad there's some other folks doing the work because I just want to come and be a part of it and, and get uplifted by the worship and, and celebration. I'm going to invite you to step into the community to really connect with this body, to say, this is where God has placed me. This is where God has me, and I'm going to be a part of it. I'm going to step into the opportunities that God has given me. I want to invite the younger generation to step into something that God has planned for you that's bigger than yourself. It's bigger than your job. It's bigger than your career. It's bigger than your agenda. It's bigger than your plans. It's bigger even than your family. It's called the, the kingdom of God. It's the, the opportunity to be a part of a community of, of Christ followers who are committed to the Great Commission, something greater than yourself. I want to invite the younger generation this morning to step into ministry at Coastal Oaks, to step into opportunities of service and, and opportunities of leadership. I want to invite you to step in to serve and be one of those people who greets people in the parking lot or in the foyer or one of those people who helps you find a seat. Or I want, I want to invite you to be one of those people who helps in the nursery or in the preschool or in children's church. I want to invite the younger generation to get involved in the worship ministry because there's an opportunity here. We, could, we stood this morning, man, and I love that, just hearing everybody say, thank you, God. But we could spend another 30 minutes, another hour, standing up saying how blessed we were because we got involved in what God was doing. You know, that's what the Christian life is all about. When you connect with a body of believers, God's up to something, and he just wants you to join him. He just wants you to get in on it. God could do all this without us. Did you know that? But he chooses to include us. I want to invite the younger generation to step in. I don't know if you've noticed this. We baptized another young adult at our 8.30 worship service. In the last several weeks, we've baptized young adults. Uh, week after week, young adults are walking on this property saying, God brought me here. God's doing something, folks. Henry Blackaby, in his Experiencing God study, says that whenever God adds anybody to a body, a, a church, a body of believers, he's about to do something with that group. 
He's about to do something in your midst with that group. You know what? I'm, I'm pretty slow, but I've caught on that when God adds people to this congregation, he's about to do something with that group of people. And, and he's saying to this congregation, let's be a part of that. Let's join in with that. A few weeks ago, uh, I was invited by uh, a pastor and a couple of guys said that we want to have a worship, a ministry gathering for pastors and other ministers and and would you be interested in helping us plan that? I said, yeah, man, put, put me in. I'm in. I'm ready. And so I met with these guys and planned, and we planned this event. We called it Selah, which means rest. And it was to be a day of just rest. And they said there's not going to be any, any big deal, any big program. We're just going to ask one of our fellow worship leaders to lead us in worship for 30 minutes. And then another one of our pastors to bring the word to us. And then another one of our pastors to lead in prayer. And I got to do that last part. We did that in the morning, we did that in the afternoon, and, and as we were meeting with that group and talking with those pastors and having fellowship with them, I kind of looked around and I realized something. Except for a, a speaker, I was the oldest guy in the room. And God just rekindled something in my heart that there's a, there's a generation out there of young guys and ladies who are absolutely sold out for the kingdom issues, for, for the mission of God. And it reminded me of, of how God can take young people and some of them pastoring churches and they've never even been to school. Some of them are in the midst of school. But God just used that to stir in my heart that this younger generation is ready to step in. They're, they're just like Joshua. They're saying, put me in, coach. Well, I want to challenge the younger generation to step in. Number two, are you ready? Hold on. Guess what's coming? There is a time for an older generation to step alongside the younger generation before they step aside. There is a time for an older generation to step alongside the younger generation before stepping aside. We've had people share testimony in this church of that older generation that it's time for me to step aside. And I want to come in and say, I'm glad that, that God's doing that in your life, but before you do that, you have a responsibility to come alongside the younger generation and help them learn your ministry. In John chapter 14, Jesus says, I'm going to send, speaking of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to send another comforter to you. Y'all familiar with that term for the Holy Spirit, comforter? Literally, it's two words that are put together that mean one called alongside so God says of the Holy Spirit, for the believer, I'm going to put my Holy Spirit in your life. He's going to be one who comes alongside you and walks you through the Christian faith. That is what God is calling the older generation to be and do. He is calling you to come alongside the younger generation and help them learn ministry. Not learn to be a church member, not learn to be religious, not learn to be uh, just, just a part of the the. the the, the routine of the church machine, but to be a part of the kingdom, to be a part of, of loving, serving, ministering to one another. We've got the picture here in Numbers chapter 27 of Moses passing that on to Joshua. That older generation, Moses, passing it on to Joshua, the younger generation. And by the way, there are even younger ones who Joshua took into the promised land. The Bible says in Numbers chapter 11 that Moses worked with Joshua from his youth. 
So Numbers chapter 27, when the the wilderness wanderings are over and it's time to go in the promised land, that wasn't the first time Moses said to Joshua, here you go, buddy. I'm going to give you responsibility. The Bible says since his youth, Moses had been working with him. In chapter 24 of Exodus, Joshua is called Moses' assistant. He He took Joshua, Moses took Joshua up on the mountain with him. Moses took Joshua in the tent of meeting with him, took, took Joshua to those, those um, elder meetings. Joshua was the apprentice of Moses. What a, what a picture of how intentional Moses was. And I think it may have been because Moses knew God said, you're not going to see the promised land. But I think it's more than that. I think Moses knew, here's a young man who God wants to use, and I love the the phrase here, a man in verse 18 of who, uh, whose spirit, who has the spirit on him. To come alongside, there's a need for that. Moses did it for Joshua. You go to the New Testament, you find that, that Paul did it for Timothy. He calls Timothy my son in the faith. The Bible says Paul wanted to use Timothy and, and even went to the process of involving him in some ritual uh, Jewish tradition circumcision so that they could minister to Jews. And, and it's just incredible how God said, or how Paul said to Timothy, I want you to be with me. I want to come alongside you. He calls him my son in the faith, my true son. We could go throughout scripture, uh, Elisha taking the mantle from Elijah and on and on. The, the, the model in scripture is for the older generation to mentor the younger generation, and turn their ministry over to them. Jesus did it that way, didn't he? He got some guys together and he walked with them and he prayed with them and he shared with them and he passed that ministry on to them. Here's what I'm challenging the older generation to do. Not to say, Pastor, my time is up. I'm gonna get out of the way and let some of these younger folks serve. But for the older generation to say, Pastor, there's going to come a day, it may be today, but there's a day where I'm going to need to step aside. But before I do that, I'm going to bring along a younger person, and I'm going to share my ministry with that person. I'm going to let them see what I do and how I do it, and we're going to work through for, for a godly man to come alongside and say to this younger man, I want you to be a part of what I'm doing here. For a godly woman, an older woman, to come alongside a younger woman and say, I'm gonna help you to show you how to love your family, how to be a godly wife and a godly mother and a godly servant, to, to say that's my responsibility as the older generation. See, here's what the calling is. The, the invitation is for the younger generation to step in and say, I'm ready to be trained. But the mandate, the challenge is for the older generation to say, I'm willing to step up to the plate and I'm willing to come alongside those younger people and share my ministry with them. And I want you to know it is not easy. Take it from me, a person who likes to do everything themselves. And I usually say because it's quicker. But it's really because I like it done my way, you know. But, but it's tough when you say, you know what, it could take me 15 minutes to do that. And if I call so-and-so and say, come alongside me to do this with me, it might take me an hour. But what have I done? I've shared my ministry with that person. I've helped mentor that person. It's more than having this person to say, come alongside me and be my assistant. Say, come alongside me, let me mentor you. Next time you're called to serve in the nursery, 
say, you know what, I, I'm going to serve today and I'm going to bring a young person with me and I'm going to show them what that's all about. I'm going to let them walk through this with me. Next time you're called to a prayer meeting, I'm going to call a younger person to come with me and pray. Next time you're called to serve as a greeter or next time you have opportunity in ministry to lead a Bible study or to lead a small group or, or be a part of a grace group, to say, I'm going to, God, not just do it, I'm going to bring somebody alongside me. And mentoring, it has to be intentional. It takes time. What, what you do in, in mentoring is you bring that person along and you say, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to do the ministry. I do and you watch me do, and then we'll talk about it when it's over. It takes time. Then the next time or two, you say, okay, now here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the ministry. You're going to help me do the ministry, and then we're going to talk about it. How'd it go? And eventually, you'll come to the place where you say, okay, now here's what's, what's going to happen. I'm going to do the ministry, and you're just going to, I'm sorry, you're going to do the ministry, and I'm going to help you, and then we're going to talk about it. And then ultimately, you do the ministry, and I'll just watch you, and we'll talk about it. And eventually, you just turn that person loose to do the ministry. Folks, it takes time. You have to be intentional about it. You have to be specific and say, this is, what I'm, this is my goal. People have come alongside me in my life, and I've had opportunity to come alongside others and say, I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to walk you through that. Others have said to me, Kevin, I'm going to be there with you, and I want you to walk with me. People usually don't volunteer by themselves to do ministry. That's just, for whatever reason, that's what, that's what we see happening. But when you invite somebody to come and join you in ministry, what a difference. You know what would happen if every time you had opportunity to serve, you brought a younger person alongside you? You know what would happen? We would multiply ministry here. We would share the ministry. And then when somebody has to say because of, of health or because of another issue or because of family or because of, of just saying I'm, I'm ready to retire and step out of ministry, there's an army trained to step in. Folks, it has to be an intentional plan to say I'm going to include a younger person in my ministry. I've tried to do that. I've tried to mentor over the years as God has brought people into my life. I'm right now mentoring somebody via Skype. You know, that, that just live video. Do that once a month, sometimes more frequently. To just come alongside this young pastor and say, I, I just want to share my ministry with you and let's talk about it. And that's what we do. Even have opportunity to come alongside him and share. God is calling the older generation to come alongside the younger generation before we step aside. A few years back, one of our... Um, older gentleman in the church heard something in a sermon or read something about how important it was to come alongside younger people. And, and he made it his, his mission on Sunday morning to go to our young people, to go to our students in student ministry, to go to our youth and just say hi to them. And he, that's what he started doing. Sometimes it was a handshake. Sometimes it was, hi, how are you? Sometimes it was, how are you doing? Other times it was a hug, but just made the effort. On Sunday morning, I'm going to find those young guys, a young, an older man and younger men, and I'm just going to say hi and love on them. And my son was one of those younger men. And every Sunday, this older gentleman would come up to my son and ask him how he's doing, want to know about his life, and just, just love him. Now my son has grown up and moved away, and when he comes back to visit Coastal Oaks Church, you know who he looks for? He looks for that man who came alongside him and showed an interest in him. Folks, that's, that's just the beginning of mentoring. That's what God's called us to do. So I think I've covered everybody, haven't I? 
If you're the younger generation, you need to say, Lord, when the opportunity comes, I'm willing to step in. And the rest, the older generation, of which I find myself now, has said we're willing and ready to step alongside the younger generation and share our ministry with them so that we can multiply ministry. Folks, that's biblical. That's the way the kingdom grows. We don't just say, there's a slot, fill the slot. We don't just say, here's a job, take it. We say, come alongside me as I serve. What did Paul say? He said, follow me as I follow Christ. Can I just paraphrase and and put that in, in the context of what we're talking about today? Come alongside a younger person and say, follow me as I minister to others and watch how I do it and let's talk about it so that one day you can do the same. Younger generation, older generation, and now everybody ought to listen to this last point, okay? Because this is the invitation today. This is what I'm going to ask you to do. There is a time for all of us to step up. There's a time for all of us to step up to this opportunity. If you're of the younger generation to say, Lord, I don't know what that means, but I'm I'm available. I'm ready. I want to step into this opportunity. I want to be a part of this church family. I want to be a part of the leadership. I want to be a part of what this church is doing. And we're not asking you to make a commitment to to serve on a a team or on a committee or in a, a ministry. We're just asking you to say, Lord, I'm available. If one of these older people comes to me and says, can I share my ministry with you? Lord, I'm available. And then I'm going to ask the older generation as we conclude this morning to say, Lord, here I am. I'm in ministry, and it can be as simple as praying one time a week with a group. Uh, all the way to being a ministry leader, to being a deacon. But I'm going to say, Lord, here I am, I'm available, and would you put someone on my heart that I can come alongside and have, me, have them share ministry with me? That's all I'm asking this morning. That's the invitation. That's the, the challenge and the opportunity. In Joshua chapter 24, Joshua is wrapping up his ministry And the people are in the promised land, and he's renewing the covenant. He's gone through this whole process now as their leader. And he says, choose this day who you're going to serve. He says to the children of Israel, you make a choice. You choose. That's what I'm saying this morning. Joshua says, choose what you're going to do. I'm asking you to make a choice to say, Lord, I'm available to you today. When I was a pretty new Christian, just a couple of years joined a church that was growing. There were about maybe, I think when I first got there, 10 people in the single adult department, and I was a single adult, so I kind of got into that fellowship, joined that church, and God did something absolutely incredible, and that 10 people within months grew to in the 40s and 50s, and and I, I don't know, I think we had 100 singles attending this church of about 400 at one time. It's incredible. And I was right in the middle of it, I was a brand new Christian, and there was a pastor on staff who came alongside me, and he said, Kevin, I see some leadership potential in you. I'd like to help you, and it it started small. I I was the outreach leader for our Sunday school class when it was only about 20 people, and then kind of moved on and took some more responsibility, and at that time, I don't know that anybody does this anymore, but this shows how old I am, but we, we had a president and a vice president of the Sunday school class. Can anybody remember those days? 
And they said to me, Kevin, we want you to be president. And basically, in my mind, they were saying, we want you to be the pastor of that class. Man, I was like, I don't think I can do that. He said, that's right, I'll come alongside you and I'll help you. And this, this, this associate pastor took time out of his life to speak truth into my life and to share his ministry with me. And I watched him and I modeled what he did. And he modeled it for me and, and I walked through ministry had no idea at that time God was going to call me to be a pastor. But here's an older man that came alongside me as a younger man, and he mentored me. Folks, how many times, how many of those experiences need to be multiplied in the life of Coastal Oaks? Now, that's not going to say God's going to call everybody to be a pastor, but relax, okay? Pastor Kevin said if I get a mentor, I'm going to be a pastor. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, what an experience to share ministry with someone and let God use that for his glory. Again, two invitations today. If you're a younger generation, would you be willing to step forward in a moment and get on your knees before God and say, God, I'm available. I'm ready to step in. Just tell him that and you can slip right back to your seat. Older generation, are you willing to come and get on your knees and say, God, First of all, forgive me that I've done this all by myself and haven't trained someone else, but God, give me someone to mentor, share my ministry with so they could come, I could come alongside them so we can multiply ministry at Coastal Oaks. Will you bow in prayer with me right now?